Hello, hello everyone. Welcome back to the show this morning. This is one of your three hosts, Sierra, coming at you live this Tuesday night and for you guys this Wednesday morning. Hope all is well. Starting off with you, Mama San, tell us how you're doing today. Hey, 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 hey. I'm doing absolutely great this morning. Truly blessed and highly favored. And I'm going to find out now how our co-host Cyrus is doing. I am doing well, doing well, um, blessed and highly favored. Um, what else can I say? Just grateful. Just grateful. Okay. All right. Well, with some announcements here, um, I don't really think we have too much to say. We do, again, always appreciate you guys for listening to the show. Um, we're always very, very thankful and blessed for that. Um, we are continuing to grow and we do have some surprises coming up for you in November. So y'all most definitely want to stay tuned for that. Um, you guys have anything y'all want to share? Thank the audience for or anything. They like, nah, nah, we straight. <laughs> well, all right, you guys, we'll just go ahead and jump into the show today. Um, today we're talking about something very current um, that's right in front of our faces. You honestly cannot ignore it. No, it is not election, <laughs> but it's the next day that is kind of in the media. And that is Black Lives Matter. And we're going underneath the surface, meaning that we're going to be talking about events that relate to the past <clears throat> and the present that kind of brought us to where we are today with the protest and everything. Um, I know all of us here right now are, you know, of African-American descent. Yes. So this is a topic that is dear to our hearts. Should be at least. <laughs> but, Why do you say should be? Uh, hey, I'm just saying, no, I know that it is all dear to our hearts and everything, but just kind of diving in deep. I feel like you can't talk about Black Lives Matter without talking about the current events that have taken t um, place. One of them that is really big and has been brought to the whole United States is the protest. Uh, Mama Sin, coming from a more, I want to say respectable generation, because you guys, well, no, I say y'all did do rights. You had Malcolm X and stuff like that, but you also had leaders like Martin Luther King, who did protest in a very different way. But I guess like my question for you is, how is what we're going through now, the protests that we're going through now, similar to what happened back in your time? Well, thank you, Sierra, for even acknowledging that. Um, they're all similar, even for far back than before Malcolm X or Martin Luther King. There were protests, there was prohibition, and just because it didn't deal with race or anything, it was a form of freedom of speech. And I think that's what a lot of people forget. This is a form of freedom of speech, and it's just a matter of how we do it. Now, in answer to your question, we would always and still strive now to do it peacefully because nothing comes from anger but more anger. If you have something to say about anything, always take it to a higher level. Don't start at the bottom because that's where mm -hmm. you'll end up. <clears throat> always reach for the top. Mm. Always go to that extra uh, highness mm. of anything. But I think what this generation has done in respect to it all is that they just brought it back to light. They brought it right back up and mm -hmm. throwed it in our face. And I do mean our face because... 
it was our responsibility to end it a long time ago. Mm. Hmm. What do you go ahead, Saul? What were you gonna say? No, I was gonna I would like to make a comment, you know. I look at I go back to the statement that you made about anger. And I look at it and we have to all realize that anger is we don't realize, but anger is also a healthy emotion. Now, am I saying that the way that necessarily that some of the protests are being carried out is correct? No. You know, I mean, that I, I'm, I'm not just going to agree with that. You know, with, I mean, with, you know, burning some things down or doing this or doing that. Um, but I look at it and I look at especially my generation. And I think that we have nothing else to go off of at this point but anger, because I think we've seen how things were necessarily done in a peaceful sense or if things were done um what am i trying to say like if they were when things are done peacefully it's like it doesn't get the attention you know mm-hmm. it, it it doesn't necessarily grab your attention like that it's all these it, it it takes you having to burn a building and it takes you having to do this to do that so it's like if we're not angry then we're not heard mm-hmm. you know i mean i feel like as black people we are seen as angry people in general and so i feel like that that's why there's a lot of anger there's a lot of hurt here because because we also have to realize that in our generation and coming up you know after desegregation happened at this point we were trying to conform and morph ourselves to this culture to white to the white culture to being proper to being you know um just what is the word just what I don't want to say white America, white America, because I don't agree with that. But just being uh, accepted, you know, by white people, you know, being accepted professionally. And so I look at it. And so it's like, you know, we've been doing this and morphing ourselves and morphing ourselves. And I feel like, you know, it's, it's come to a point that's not even enough. You know, we've morphed ourselves. You, you know, we've tried to change who we are, you know, in our culture and, and, you know, how we come about things and where we come from. Like one thing that's always kind of made me laugh is, is that when you hear your mom, your black mom call somebody, she changes her voice and you said that she sounds white. Like that's just a perfect example of how we have tried to change ourselves and that still is not enough. And so I look at it in a sense of is that. What other emotion are we supposed to show? We've already tried to conform. We've tried necessarily to, you know, come at it in a respectful sense of, well, you know what? They necessarily may be fearful of my culture. This is this, you know, so let me try to, you know, adjust it in a sense. But that to some extent hasn't worked. So it's like, what else do we do? Am I saying that it's right? But I can see where the anger is coming from. I agree with you, Cyrus. I do see where the anger is coming from, but I don't agree with the protest. I don't agree with necessarily the angry protest. No, I, I think that there ahead. is. No, I get where you're coming from mm-hmm. and what you're saying about anger. And I do agree with you. It is true to certain aspect. They don't listen to us unless we're angry. Okay. I mean, that's just, we know that for certain, but we have to look at the leaders and how they did it, you know, before us, Martin Luther King, he did several protests and he was never angry. You know, never, hardly ever. And I mean, they actually were more violent with him. Now, did he break some rules? Yeah. You know, and I think that sometimes, you know, some rules when it comes, especially unfair ones that have to do with segregation, 
even, you know, today, I mean, we don't necessarily think that we're in a segregated culture, but segregation has never fully went away. There's this saying, and I'm going to say it throughout the podcast, you know, we've been free-ish since 1865. They say we're free, but are we really? I mean, that's just how I put it. I don't know if we're necessarily free. And I mean, that brings, you know, kind of to the next point about the police brutality, you know, having these. And I mean, all the police brutality has most definitely been white cops against black people. Now, I will say this and I'll let you, you know, make your statement next, auntie. Um, These something I talked to about my uncle, who is a police officer. Um, you know, it was like, well, a lot of these black people, we look at George Floyd, who has a criminal record, or Michael Brown, who was actually in the middle of, you know, theft when everything happened with him. And so not all of these black people, you know, are in the midst of crime, but, you know, there's crime leading up to what they're doing. Even Breonna mm. Taylor, she wasn't in the wrong, but she was involved with somebody who was. Or they speculated. Yeah. That she was I know. Did yeah. you not know that, Auntie? Yeah, yeah. She, her ex-boyfriend, what happened was her ex-boyfriend was, I believe, like a drug dealer. And he was getting some packages delivered to her address. Mm. So that's why the police wow. even put her on there was because they he was, associated. they were, Yeah. Even though she wasn't necessarily involved with him at the time, you know, she was involved with him and he was still getting stuff sent there. So that puts a target on her, even yes. if she's not involved. So, I mean, Most definitely. Yeah. What do you think about the current events? And I mean, black people, you know, getting shot at innocently, but still having some wrongdoing. In well, process. now that that pretty much changes the dynamics of everything. I wonder, unfortunately, I hate to think that I'm the only one that didn't know this because mm-hmm. your protest should be is not so much as having wrong done to you, but why? Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. if that's the reason why, that doesn't make it right. Still, in her not knowing that that package was sent there or that package had something to do with her and her family or whatever. I think she did. Well, but still, who know? we don't know that part. So well, we're out here with the cause to say this young innocent lady was killed and murdered in her home. Now, if you want to let the truth be known, then say all that so everybody can have the full concept. And there's no misunderstanding as to why that happened to her. Are you referring to the protesters or the police? No, I'm referring to just anybody who don't know. I mean, mm. did her parents know? Uh, did... The officers as well, but apparently, if that's something, of course, they would. Now that you're telling me this, they would. But that didn't give anyone the right to take another life. I get that, and and that's what I was gonna say. I feel like people still, like I've seen posts on Facebook before about how you know, free him. Yeah, well, no, I'm not talking about this. I'm talking. Sorry, I didn't mean to kind of cut you off, but. I've seen, and it has been mostly Caucasian people that have posted George Floyd and said, y'all want to sit up here, go out here and protest and support somebody that had a criminal record and do this and do that and talking about how he was killed. But yet, you know, he was raping women and stuff like that. Okay. So first of all, I guess this is, they, articles have speculated that George had had a history that he had raped a woman and had robbed her. From what was speculated, I would have to do the research myself. Mm. So I'm not going to say that I'm just but an expert on that. But that's how you felt hearing that. 
That's how I felt. That's why I say when you hear certain things, it gravitates you to a whole nother level of how you feel about it. But right. go ahead and finish your sentence. Stop, stop, oh, no, you're fine. You can comment. But I, and I look at that and I think that we have to understand this. Everyone has a past. And I agree. You can be the worst criminal out here and be black and still be racially profiled and killed mm. wrongly. It doesn't matter about your past. I get what they're saying. Don't glorify someone who had a past like that. But still necessarily, if you want to, because that because the, the people were making the statement that the black community was glorifying him as he as as he would as. As if he was a hero. Now, to some extent, I he, kinda, they were. He is a hero. And I guess, I, I guess, like I look at it in the sense of that I don't necessarily agree with people. Just nece- how do I put it? Like I don't agree with. Um, oh, what am I trying to say? Like I don't. I don't agree with um, people downing that like i understand do your you know research do your facts you know when i heard that did that that make me feel some type of way about him of course it would anybody but it necessarily it doesn't deter me from the cause of saying that still that person was killed wrongly it doesn't matter about your past if that's the case then half the murderers out here should just necessarily be gunned down on sight no matter what they did they're still a person you know, that like you can't just necessarily take that and then make it justifiable to them being killed. Make it justifiable to where we shouldn't have that's, protests. That's where we live, though. They always do that. But, but that's, that's what I'm like saying. That, and, 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 yeah. it's, and it's wrong. It is, it is wrong. But, in that, but that's the reality. That's the current. That's where we are right now. Sadly, they always make excuses. You know, they are going to dig up a lot of more dirt on us you know and i mean the dirt comes out about everybody Craig. yes it does but i think and i mean let, let's talk about it like this there is racial injustice not just only on white people or black people as well i know there is a thing of black anxiety where i know for a fact i don't feel safe walking into a white place hmm. i don't Mm-hmm. I, 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 I feel very awkward when I walk into right. A, a it's place. all, and I mean, you've been raised around right white people, but it's 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 a difference. I know them. Right. I know what they're about. I know that they're not going to harm me. But when I walk in into a room full of white people and it's just me, I feel very uncomfortable. I feel stereotyped because I feel like either they're a, judging you. Yeah, I feel like either a people are going to look at me as that black friend that they can come to and talk to and be hype with, or either be the black dude that's just that acts white or acts proper the that, oreo stereotype yes, the, you know you know the 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 star pupil out of black people the person that actually kind of you know gives their race um a good name you get what i'm saying mm-hmm. from what they see right, right and so when i come in i'm like what am i gonna get am i gonna get people staring at me i mean just the other day while we were at the restaurant with your dad i didn't say anything but the this white old lady was just standing and just staring looking. i saw that and i just i didn't care for it i'm like i don't know what and she it was makes saying. you tense because we have um a black lives matter mask yes and i'm not gonna lie to you and i almost feel ashamed to say this but um on my first day of work i wore my black lives matter mask but i turned it inside out mm. because i was i'm proud of my race and i'm proud of what i stand for but also you know what called controversy maybe yeah and i i I guess i didn't want things to get out of hand Mm. like i will handle it if it needs to be handled but i don't even want it to get to that place exactly Mm. i mean don't get me wrong i wear it out but i know that's a part of my job but i mean yeah i mean again controversial being in the workforce so that that would be 
that would be understandable, Sierra. I don't want to say that you're wrong for feeling some kind of way after the fact because that's normal too, actually. They both go hand in hand. One, you're going in the workforce because now some workplaces, they will tell you you can't wear T-shirts that depict certain um, sayings. Some workforces don't want you yeah. or they'll contradict your hairstyle. Now that's wrong. Okay. Yeah, All of it's wrong. Yeah. Now don't yeah. let me finish. All of it's wrong. So you turning your mess inside out is not necessarily more of an inner feeling that you had than what you thought they thought. Because just like your hairstyle, you're going to wear that that day until you find out different. Just like what that t-shirt said. You're going to wear it till you find out it's different. You should have wore it till you found out if it was different or if it mattered. You just went in with the concept, oh, let me don't see what the I'm saying. The black anxiety, yeah. That's, that's where that comes from. Okay, and I'm glad you had a name for it because I It too, is the name, yeah. Mm -hmm. I didn't know that. And and that that kind of answers a lot of uh, the way people are accepting things now. That's good to know. And you all, please make... That's why we have disclaimers. Go out and find out. And if you're having these anxieties, the same way she worked in her workforce, you know, you you probably can you probably feel the same way if you have a hat that says it. Mm -hmm. And you shouldn't. It is a normal way of feeling, but it doesn't make it wrong. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Wow. Yeah. I mean, that's it's real. And I mean, that kind of brings us to our next topic. So you kind of touched on it a little bit. Um, just about the Oreo stereotype and how, you know, we look at each other as black people. But our next one is um, us against our own people. Black people versus black people. Do you mind if I start or do you want to start? No, go ahead. Bobby. So I'm embarrassed to say this because I've only probably, I think I've only told Sierra this. But I'm going to be transparent like I talked about at the beginning of the show. I have walked into a room of my black african-american peers and being um nervous because mm -hmm. i feel judged judged i feel yeah. so judged i don't know if i'm gonna be labeled as if you know i'm not black enough or i'm not white enough or it's like i feel like i'm being looked up and down about what i'm wearing what i have on how i speak how i talk and it goes back to us against our own people because i but think it's happened before Oh, but it's happened before, y'all. Yeah. Right. When I used to get made fun of in school, it wasn't by the white boys. It was always by my own race. It was always by, it was always by the black dudes. It was always by people, you know, saying this, saying that. It was never. I mean, it would come from other people. It's like but, you're not black enough. Is that pretty much? It was, no, it's just jail. Like they make fun of you because you look different, or they make fun of you because the way you are. So I know for me, I friended the white people, especially when I went to schools mm -hmm. like Carter, which is an all-white school. I befriended the white people and I was more cool with the white people because the black people were really ghetto. They got in trouble all the time and then they're always talking about each other and in drama. And but then if you try to befriend them, they talk about you because well, you're different. And and see, then again, that goes back to that's not has nothing to do with race. That's behavior. And you can't go into life walking you know, it's a two-way street. You always hear that. If you haven't, trust me, you will as time goes on in life. But you can't say, you know, I have an attitude or as you say, you know, they were this way, they was that way. You weren't separating yourself because they were black. You were separating yourself because that was their demeanor. That's the way they act. 
you didn't want that. That's not probably wasn't the lifestyle that you had at home. That probably wasn't the way your parents were bringing you up to be. So you couldn't be yourself. And I'm saying this generation after generation. Be yourself. But don't always think being yourself is derogatory because you're black. It's the way you're acting. It has nothing to do with that. You can put race on any and everything you want to. But when you walk out that door, you have control over how you want to act. And if someone is separating themselves from you, as you just found out, it's probably not because of your race. It's probably because of the way you're acting. And I, I mean, I agree with you, Auntie. I get where you're coming from. It is more of a behavior issue. But I think it's looked at as a thing of black people against black people because I mean, going back to us as women, you know, and not trying to disclude Cyrus, but they do have certain shows where they talk about um, colorism, especially with black women. It's a thing of being, you know, if you're dark skin, you're made fun of by your own race. That has to do with you being black or if you're light skin, you know, you're thought of as high or pretty. Now it's a thing with the guys and this is getting on Cyrus. The light skins are seen, seen as soft or as really feminine where the dark skins are like masculine and you know rough roughnecks because look at it go back to slavery look at how we were segregated we have to realize you have to realize necessarily how our ancestors when that is beaten to your head so much, you start doing it to your own people because that's all, that's the only way you know how to separate each other. They, they started it. Yes, yeah. they started it. And so you look at it now, we're doing the same thing. It goes from generation to generation. You know, God is speaking to me and it's like, we have to break that down. We have to realize these, we have to realize the only reason that we're categorizing ourselves in these categories is because we allow other people to put us in categories. But and we so, didn't even know they were categories when they were categories. I didn't realize that me being uncomfortable with my own race was an actual thing. And I was more comfortable with white people. If I mean, honestly, now times have changed for me. But if back then in middle school, if you were asking me if I was more comfortable to go in a room full of white people or more comfortable to go in a room full of black people, despite it doesn't matter how they act. I'm going to say white people because that's what I was comfortable around back then. Well, and I don't know if that's behavior. I look at it more of just to think of, I mean, yeah, what has happened, but also what ideas of our race like when i looked at black people on the tv i see murderers i see thieves and then i look at black people around me i see the same thing i'm not really seeing a lot of good here in that time in my life well and that's funny you would still have that retrospect and that tell that's why i still say it's our fault because still right to this day um there was a case um when um attorneys were trying to do segregation and figure out why that uh, should it be uh, black children go here and white children go there. They weren't separating them because of their color. They were separating them because of the way things were and how they depicted and how they carried themselves, which Mm -hmm. gave us the stigma back to what Cyrus was saying from the plantations avenue. It was you were divided. The, the higher yellows was put in the house and the darker complexion stayed in the field. That had, that had to do with color, but it also, as generations started to maneuver and come into today's existence, it doesn't matter now. It's all about the attitude. There was a 
project done and there was a white doll and a black doll and you out there can help me clarify what I'm trying to say or look it up and get your own concept but they were depicted and they had a Afro-American child pick a doll that they thought was the nice doll now they didn't say which was the black or the white doll so that's why I'm saying in their mind even for back then it wasn't about race. They worked on your mindset because it set up the protocol for how you acted. So they said, which one is the nice doll? So from that point on, they figured when they're getting ready to discuss segregation in schools, what is going to be our defense? It can't be because they're black. It can't be because they're white. They won that case and decided that there should not be segregation because we're all one and the same when that little girl picked a white doll and said she's the nice one mm -hmm. so that helped and do i think it's uh um i can't think of the case right now but it did depict even back then that our children grow up through generation to generations feeling like that it's their color of their skin and that has to end because that's not the truth. It is because nine times out of ten, it's because of the way they feel about themselves, as Sierra said, or the way they think of another race or the way they think. If they think the white doll is the good doll, then guess what? That carried on through her generation to generation to generation. I just hope and pray because now we're not able to put down a white doll and a black doll and decide which one is nice. We it's have, already instilled in us. It's yes. all, thank you for understanding what I'm trying to say. Yes. I exactly. do get where you're coming and from. And that's Auntie. not fair. That's why when you all see Black Lives Matters, it's because it does. It has to matter. And people want to go and say, well, our lives matter. Yes, your life does matter. But no one's saying that the white doll or the Asian doll or the Korean doll or the uh, Puerto Rican doll is the nice doll. No right, more. They're saying it's the white doll. Yeah. And I mean, and that's why I, I get where you're coming from, Auntie. I do um, about it is more so about our behaviors rather than just the color of your skin. Yes. It is skin deep. I do. I do get where you're coming from. But I and do this generation think is angry. Yeah, we are because, like I said, it's instilled in us. You know, from a long period of time, I knew, even though I grew up and my mom, you know, did try to, you know, have me around black and white people. Like going back to Cyrus and what this, you know, topic is about, we're against each other at just, this point. I mean, but honestly, we're I mean, killing each other in gangs. I mean, we're doing stuff against each other that, I mean, makes us kind of look bad against ourselves. It put more of a target on our, I mean, our back. I was just going to say, but I feel like it, if you go back to it, I, growing up, and I'm, and I'm going to be honest when I say this, really, me being culturized around white people and black people, it didn't necessarily really help me feel better about being around either. It just necessarily made me feel more confused because it's the thing of, am culturally, like, am I black enough? Culturally, am I acting white enough for them? Am I acting black enough for you? And so I look at it, even when you're culturized and whenever you're put around both groups, forget black and white, whenever you're around both cultures. Be you. It, it, uh, yeah, it's, yes. but, but I guess what I'm saying is, is that even growing up and, be, and being, you know, exposed to that, 
it's like when you're a child you don't know that you just think that it's two separate worlds and that in those two separate worlds it's just this we got know? to bring those worlds together because if you know for yourself you have children out there that play together you know i had a little thing when my children were young and i didn't base it on race or where or how i just knew that i had to get on the ground and take off running to do something to bring it and i used the concept i think it was the key latch syndrome where the children would come home and or they would have their own keys or they could mm-hmm. go to the mall and you know yeah, hang out and do yeah. stuff so my children came in one day and say hey we want to go to the mall i said i don't have time to take you to the mall i gotta work and do this and do that and whatever i said i don't have time to take you to the mall they're like no we want to go to the mall i want to be with you know so and so and hang out and do stuff i said well how you gonna get there uh, just drop how you gonna get home you know i was just Going through scenarios in my mind. One of my children said, oh, just drop us off. We'll get home. And I thought, Lord, have mercy. Where does that play off? And that right there told me that you have to gravitate and grab your child right now. Take them to that mom. And do not act like that your child is better than another child. Because I had an elderly tell me a long time ago, baby, you don't know what your child do when they not around you. I get where you're coming from because you just drive. I get where you're saying like dropping your kids off at the mall, just letting them go or letting them go on the bus versus like the other, you know, parent is I'm going to watch you, Susie. You can only have an hour at the mall. I'll pick you up at that time. Right. That's the parent that I had. My mom was very overprotective of me. I never necessarily thought of that as a color thing. Mm-mm. I didn't think of that because I saw white kids whose parents were free and I saw exactly. white kids whose parents were who were more protective. Actually, growing up, I saw black parents who are more protective and they I saw black parents be. that were, weren't. I mean, we know some. I mean, I, I know people who they weren't and I mean, they have turned out quite differently a little bit, I yeah. will say. Well, that brought me to why I was bringing this up when it happened at that time. When that was said to me, I said right then and there, all children should be treated the same. Because when they go to the mall, guess what? They're going to find out and hang out with whatever that crowd is doing. And I knew right then it couldn't be a race thing. It has to be letting them know that they are just as special as the next child. Yeah. I mean, Mm. what do you got to say about that, Ty? Hmm. Hmm. I'm I'm trying to think because it's just a lot... When you start talking about safety just, and just, color, just, just safety and color in general, it's just a lot to process. It is, I mean, mm. it's really just a lot to process because it's so many different stereotypes. Yeah, it's so many different. Not angles to mention that you can master raping, you know, so and so in the field, and now you got different colors. I just look at it like this. I feel like the reason that we necessarily that's going why back we to have this to come together, Sarah. And I, I, no, you're fine. You're right. I, that's exactly why we have to come together. Because nine times out of ten, you're hurting your own brother and sister. And you don't even know it. And I agree. And I guess I go like you, like I go back to the topic us against our own people. Look at it like this: hurt people, hurt people. I feel like the reason in our culture that we're so much against our own people, and I feel like I don't even want to say our own people. I want to say necessarily our culture and what we were raised around. I feel like the whole reason that we're going against each other is because we're hurt. So we're going to hurt each other because we are hurt. We don't know anything else to do. We don't know how to come together and say. This happened. Let's heal. We don't know how to do that. But we I, were born hurt too. I get that. I'm we not, were born and we didn't even know what hurt was. We just knew that these people are hurt. I didn't necessarily know what racism was. I just knew that black and white people 
didn't get along a lot. Mm. I just knew you got to be careful when you go around white like people. I didn't know why. They still got a feud. I guarantee you, if you ask anybody that has any knowledge of that, it's just a country feud that's been going on. They'll tell you, we don't know who started. We just don't like each other. And we've been going at it. And right. that's pretty much the way this is. It's got to stop. Black Lives Matters because we are here on this earth and we deserve to be just as free and just as creative and which it shows that we are as the next person. And as Sierra says, you don't know who might be your great, 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 granddaddy. Whoa, that's 10. That's a generation. It don't matter though. I mean, it's 20 years of That's one thing I was saying. Ain't none of us just pure black. None of us are necessarily just pure. That's why it's not about But we are all originated from one place. But we have a heritage of that. And we have to honor that. And we want to lift that up. Black lives matters because it is who we are. And we deserve the right to be acknowledged. And you have to be fair about the situation. Stop trying to act like something is fixed when it's broke. Mm. That's mm. true. This well, but I mean, you have to look at it. People think that it's necessarily fixed because we're not in chains anymore. It doesn't matter about anything physically. You can necessarily be worse off mentally. People have to look at necessarily. It goes back. There, are, there, are countries, right. there are countries in Africa where women bleach their skin so that it mm-hmm. will be lighter. It is a well, trend. Go back to the doll syndrome. It gets him. Which one is the nice one? It, but but you get. I'm saying why like, people have to yes. realize this doesn't. This goes past physical things. There was so much mental and spiritual just Anguish. abuse just there and mm-hmm. so people have to realize this goes skin deep because as soon as you're born your grandparents the words that they say are negative about those people that goes in here and you keep that there people don't think that you do but you keep that there right and so when you go around that certain group of people you keep that in your life hmm well this is what granny says so i'm gonna act this way or i'm gonna do this or i'm gonna act like this to protect myself Right quick before we have to go off the air, I want these young, this generation Z to help me with something. Do you all feel like that when we say black lives matter, that we are saying white lives don't? No, I completely agree. No, I don't think that. No. But I think that it can be Why interpreted out of that because of anger. Help us with that. I mean, yes. I see that as anger. Like, for instance, um, you know the movie Get Out? They I, made a movie. I had to watch that movie three times. I'm going to make it quick, you all. I had to watch that movie three times to realize they were saying what they were saying. Get out about. Whoa. Because oh you God. and I, I can see you just can talking see. with you, Auntie, you always look skin deep. You don't just look at the color. You look skin deep. Yes, Whereas in where I'm still, where my mindset, no, I don't. It was automatically, boom. I was already, I was, no, nothing against, because I know we have white people that listen to our show, but I was automatically pissed off at Caucasians. There's another movie that he made, yeah. and I'm not going to give any spoilers, but we watched it this weekend. Annabellum. Annabellum. It, oh man, Woo! we got to watch that with you. That was good. It made you pissed off I mean, it made you pissed off in the same way again. But, you know, it's an eye-opener. I think these movies are good because it lets us look at it. Yes, we're angry. And we're not saying that white lives don't matter. But we were taught to hate each other from the start. Like you said, you know, this country feud that's been going on for years. They don't know who started. They don't know why. Who's on first? They just know they don't like each other. I got a friend... And we were like talking today. We had ate lunch. And she's like, why did you and -and so-and-so get into it? And I'm like, girl, I don't know. I just know I don't. We don't talk. We don't necessarily like each other. Now, I don't care. Exactly. But it happened. I know that we don't talk. 
that's what now that's the goal that we are trying to achieve to where listen everybody to where it don't matter so we won't be saying black lives don't we won't be saying black lives matter for long we gonna be saying none of this matters because i am who i am i can't i'm not gonna go somewhere and try to bleach my skin and that old saying that so I'm far gonna be black we got a far way to come I'll say this and I feel like it goes back to this is the last thing I will say it goes back to where's your relationship with God because mm. one thing that one thing that I have I've had to do as a man of God because I used to really struggle with feeling like I would separate myself into two halves I would like well this is my black half this is my white half I would, I'm serious because no, I would this my Indian half this my black half like I would literally no, I, I would true. literally like when I would get closer to one part of my family that was black, I would isolate the other side. When I got closer to my white family, I would isolate the black side because yes, I would start. Yeah. I would start to look at them and be like, mm, they "Well, doing because this of what they, they said, you're around." If I may say, I mean, when you're around the white people, you know their ideas and what they think, and you know even some of the things that they have said towards that movement. Oh, or, oh, oh. No, it's not even that, but it's necessarily the things that they do. And then I look back yeah. at that side, and I'm like. Why don't y'all do those things? And then I then I start to necessarily distance myself because I say you're negative. Then when I go back, I look at the other side. I'm like, but you're negative as well. And I had to realize, Cyrus, when when God created you, he didn't say, oh, when I see Cyrus, you're mixed. Like, you know, Cyrus is mixed. You know, like that's not who when God, that's not who he saw. He saw Cyrus sell the soul, the spirit Mm. like that's who he saw. It's mm-hmm. not about me being mixed. Like, yes, that is a part of me. But we also have to realize God created us and allowed us to have different skin colors, not to divide us, but for us to relate to one another, for us to necessarily to relate to what we go through and what we struggle with. So, I mean, we have we have to realize that. And do look this up in the Bible. And I know we got to go because he's actually telling a story that is written because there's nothing under the sun that's new. Mm. God's seen all of this coming. Believe that. And mm. I will say, remember, he's already gone before you. And at the same time, I just want to say please gravitate to changing not your skin color just your hearts mm. and i guarantee you we'll end up on the same road at some point mm. well yeah that was that was a good statement we had to go over on that because i had too many questions to ask and too many things to be yes. answered amen, hello amen. it's just a very emotional topic and i mean it's just hard not to even what's the last thing i will say like whenever we're even talking about it to just i mean i know that we're going over but i mean i'm just being honest like it's hard not to even sit here and to get upset about different things it's hard and one way should not feel bad no no way no how because again at the end of the day we're all god's children mm-hmm. so we don't want them to feel bad so i've been happy to see actually different races sierra would you notice am i correct seeing different races march it's yeah. not just all black kids. But it, it it was like that, though. In be, the before times, I mean, Martin Luther King, it just wasn't shown and it wasn't as much. But now it's more what? than you would think. Okay. More than you would think. I think so. I mean, there's certain documentaries there. And I mean, this kind of goes along with the next segment that things have not have not changed. You know, I mean, but yeah, I mean, there's certain and that's including the help that we've gotten. There's still going to be those same cool we just call them cool cool as a fan white people you know oh is that what you call them cool as a fan yeah Yeah, she cool as a fan that white person man that's my white girl right there you know like okay and it's kind of it's kind of sad that you kind of 
individualize them as that. Mm. But like because you said, I mean, it's about who you are as a person, not your color. But again, it's like the white people in general have a bad, you know, we just look at them as, you know, th- this way. And so people who are not that way, you look at them in, as their own individual v- box, the cool white people, you know. But And I feel like as a race, like one thing I really try to stop doing that. Because I don't want someone just to be known as like, oh, well, they're the cool white person. I want them to be known as a genuine person. Not that's just true. because of yeah. their skin color and because how they look at me. You have to necessarily, that's like somebody saying, oh, they were a cool black person. They were proper. We wouldn't care for that. You know, so we, I mean. The Oreo stereotype. Yeah, we can't, we, you know, we're sitting up here, you know, getting upset when people have racial stereotypes about us. But that's a stereotype. You know, yeah. we're, 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 we're putting someone into a category. And again, people do not realize this all goes back to God. It's not about a person being a cool white person, a cool black person, or, oh, I saw this Indian person that wasn't too strict, or I saw this Asian that wasn't smart. It's not about that. There's all it's stereotypes. About, yes, yeah. it's about going back to who God made you, not what this world or this culture or anything says, but who God made you. And until we get back to that, there won't be peace because we have to get back to that. You're we right. have to get back to who who God made you because the more that you even when we talk start coming together about well as black we are one and this is and that God created us to all to come together as the body of Christ you know as one it's not about our skin colors or anything to get come together one it's about all of us coming together to know that you know Jesus is Lord and to know at the end of the day we are all in the body of Christ I mean I that's, that's a mouthful but I mean that's that's the point you know like it Yes, you know, these things happen and, and race is there. And, you know, we are, you know, we identify with this group or we identify with that group. But when we all go back to it, it's about God and it's about knowing who you are in God. Mm. Yeah, I most definitely. I've been drinking drink. I'm sorry. Hey, this is, like you said, it's a mouthful and you will get thirsty. And I had a mouthful. Open up doors. I hope it's made you thirsty for more. So yeah. now you know when somebody asks you white, blue, black, green, yellow, whatever. Hey, what about uh black lives matter? We matter. You know what? Now you can tell them you're darn skippy, you matter. That's why we fighting for black lives. Yeah. Amen. I mean, I never even I don't even really necessarily I've gotten away from the individual aspect. Like we are who we are. I'm not just Sierra who's african-american and who's a female that's right um you know sierra coffee a child of god and you know so i mean yeah creative exciting yeah intelligent beautiful black co- is, black silly is, goofy that makes you who you are yeah i mean right. being black is just one part of who you are it doesn't necessarily that's true we do get because i mean when we get to heaven and you think about it and we'll have to do a whole nother segment about this because this we live in a generation today where a lot of people don't necessarily believe in God. We've kind of touched based on that, but I do think that it's important we bring it up on the show because we talk about God because we believe that he is real. But a lot of people in our generation don't. Mm-hmm. Um, and like Cyrus said, until we do come together on that aspect, I think that there are going to be a lot of issues. And I mean, we're, you know, for people who don't necessarily believe in God or don't know if he's real listening to our show. I mean, we're not excluding you by any means. No, never. You know, but we're just sharing our beliefs and sharing what we believe, just as everybody else does in the times we live in today. What and you- whatever you believe, just make sure you find the heart in it, because that's where it's going to lead you. Mm. Mm. 
Well, yeah, we'll most definitely have to discuss that. But I mean, like I said, you know, we we still have some things that, you know, hey, like I said, we still have to do. Things have not changed at all, you know. And so you guys, if you have any questions, feel free to message us about this topic. Um, We will be posting some things in our description bar probably you know black lives matter websites that you can go on to um like i said i feel like all lives matter um i will say this all lives matter necessarily has been put in a wrong form and term and now it's looked at as a very bad thing when it was it shouldn't even mean that it shouldn't mean man all lives matter Mm, i don't mess with you because you're using that like, you know, when people use all lives matter, you kind of look at them funny as a African-American because it's like, what do you mean when you say that people who use all lives matter are using it because they don't believe in black lives matter and they're throwing shade against it. And it shouldn't own. even be that way. Hold your own. If you want a T-shirt or a hat or a mask that says black lives matter, don't turn it inside out. Don't take it off. First, find out if you even feel right about wearing it because that's your choice. That was your decision. And you have to stand tall and strong and firm about what you believe in. Whether it be this or what you're going to eat tomorrow. Oh, that, I'm sorry. Getting off on food. But anyway, uh-uh. stay focused. And don't forget to wear a touch of pink for the rest of this month that's left to support all our survivors. Because I will tell you this. Cancer matters. Okay, what? Do a twist there. All lives, look, black lives matter and cancer matters too. Whoa. So yes, pink lives. Exactly. Well, we are going to go ahead and wrap up the show. And they're, look, they're pointing it to me on the book. Yes, I see. Do not forget. Do not forget. I keep on thinking it's November 3rd, you guys, but I think it's also the 8th. Huh? It's November the 3rd, honey. I think it is the 8th, too. Oh. We'll have to check. Y'all, correct me if I'm wrong. Why is Auntie over trying not to laugh? This is an honest show. I'm getting ready to tell you to count the days before it is to go vote. I'm telling you, it's, I think it's November 8th okay, as well. Okay, I got a challenge out there. Whoever thinks it's November the 8th, please tap us in her inbox and the winner gets a surprise. And if it's not, Whoa. I want to see you at the polls on the. Th- <laughs> it may be the eighth. <laughs> Either way, y'all, you know, early voting is open. Make sure that you are registered. Um, if you aren't registered, you gotta wait another four years. It's six days. <laughs> if you are registered, please, 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 it's six please. Six days away. I know it's six, it's days, six away. days away. It's well, like that goes to and my birthday. Oh, but nobody want to talk about that. Girl, because this was talking about voting. <laughs> Who did you do? My, birthday? my birthday. Go in the inbox and also wish a happy birthday. She you said, all been she said, good. Yeah, she said the inbox. <laughs> all right, you guys. Well, oh, it oh, was, we had a great well, conversation. Where did they go? The box? Is some box? No. Going? No, you go to the polls. No, no, about how to tell you happy birthday. Oh, well, we have an email that they can email us at in the description bar. You guys, if you haven't already, look us up in the description bar. Um, We got all of that set up. But 
we are going to go ahead and wrap up the show, you guys. And we will see you guys next week. Y'all have a great rest of your week. Talk to y'all later. Bye.